normal client slash agency etiquette does not apply at Christmas. Welcome to PR True or False, a podcast that aims to unwrap some quirks and preconceptions about the PR industry and discuss whether things could be better. Each week we take a statement, a belief about the PR industry or agency life, and discuss whether it's true or false. My name's Phil Shomshaw and my co-host is Austin Braley, and we're both PR consultants working at Firefly Communications. Right, on with the show. So it's the right time for it. Tis the season for Christmas parties. I imagine people listening will be expecting some juicy anecdotes, um, which they'll get. But there are several important issues here. And I guess the first point is the sending of well wishes and, of course, seasonal gifts. Uh, People go quite far on this. Yeah, gifts can be quite elaborate at Christmas. I've got a friend who works in the marketing industry at a big healthcare provider and his advertising industry or his advertising supplier sent him a TV uh, a few years ago. So um, yeah, forget your chocolates, a full television. And one of his other suppliers, his printer, actually printed all of his wedding invitations. So yeah, some of these things I think border on bribery. Um, I mean, at Firefly, we our gifts are reasonably modest, and um, but and people genu- gen- genuinely seem to appreciate them. Um, perhaps in the cons- more of the consumery world, it's a, a bit more of a gifty culture. But do you think agencies feel under pressure to uh, to give elaborate gifts? Uh, I'm not sure if it's elaborate gifts that they feel under pressure uh, to give. I mean, perhaps so. Sometimes it's, you know, the only contact suppliers have with certain people within a within an organization throughout the whole year. I mean, our IT supplier, uh, we've been grumbling about them, as I'm sure most people grumble about their IT support. Uh, but we get a basket of chocolates and everyone loves them. So it's, you know, it's quite, it's a small thing, go, goes a long way. But then if you look at the other end of the spectrum, aside from TVs and those grand gifts, I remember for a few years, e-cards were the big big rage and people stopped sending anything. Um, and they actually made donations sometimes and it was like reduce the vi- environmental impact with don- donating on your behalf. And then people suddenly stopped making donations and it became just just a piece of spam. And I th- people weren't very happy about that. They really weren't. Yeah, I can't really uh, com- uh, say that I, I like the e-cards either. I don't think anybody particularly enjoys receiving those because uh, there's very little thought and you know to be a bit of a cliche it's just the thought that counts a, a modest gift and for most of our clients you know an offer of a of a lunch um you know or a couple of drinks uh, is it, fine I think you know there are other agencies where it goes a lot further and there are places that I've worked in the past where particularly on the consumer side where you know the the drinking uh, Christmas has been legendary and it's just sort of started at lunchtime or, or midday and uh, just sort of gone on to whoever can sort of keep going the longest really. So, um, you know, Christmas can be a time for excess. Yeah, so we actually put out a, a quick survey to some people agency side and, and in-house uh, and found that, you know, 60% believe uh, normal rules should apply around Christmas events and there's no special pass. But regardless whether it's acceptable or not, 100% have, you know, experienced people letting themselves go at these events. Yeah, and we also received some uh, some anecdotes through, which uh, I can read a couple of them out here. So uh, the first person said, uh, some quality early evening twerking by the client last night after a rather good long lunch. Uh, so it sounds like they had a good time. Um, somebody else uh, submitted a response and they said, uh, I once went to a dinner with an agency and it was all very civilized and we decided to go to a bar afterwards. After a few drinks, karaoke seemed like a very good idea. We were all getting involved and having a good sing-song to one of the girls from the agency who'd had quite a few shots and was obviously a regular karaoke, decided to delete everybody's tracks and give us her 30 minutes solo performance of her greatest hits. Most of us retired to the bar and left her to it. 
so it doesn't sound like that went down so well. And somebody else here says, I've seen all levels of agency staff get overly close with clients and indeed just out of hand or to be too drunk. The simple fact is that clients pay the bill and that carries with it an expectation of professionalism. By all means, be drunk. Just be entertaining, lucid, intelligent and not an idiot as well, which actually sounds uh, a lot harder than to, to do than to, to read out. So, um, you know, should there be any difference? Um, there seems to be, opinion seems to be divided there. Um, you know, what, what's your experience of this, Austin? Well, I think a big part of this and a big part of what we're talking about is, is drinking, so the consumption of alcohol. In our, in our world, you know, networking often goes hand in hand with, with drinking. It kind of lowers barriers and people feel much more uh, likely to be at ease with each other. But I, I have a friend that works in the industry who's a, who's a Muslim and, I, you know, he had no objections to the networking part of this business. But being around alcohol was just not something that he was comfortable with. And, you know, sometimes he had to bow out of uh, networking events because you know, it simply didn't didn't match his uh, ethics that he, he was willing to be around it. And that, you know, it's a quite a serious issue. Yeah, the whole drinking thing actually doesn't really sit that comfortably with me either. And um, just, I like a few drinks, but it's more of a case of, you know, this expectation, the peer pressure, and you have to get involved and you have to enjoy yourself. And you know, it doesn't always uh, turn out that nicely. And I think of uh, one of the Christmas dues I went on a few years ago with uh, a big consumer account of one of my agencies. And and, you know their dues are always legendary and you know you started at, at midday you went right the way through through the day and uh, it all got a bit messy and we were in uh, one of the bars uh, towards the end of the afternoon and one of the account executives ended up calling the account director a c-word and i don't you know i don't mean christmas cracker either here and what the client was you know overheard it and um but you know it, once she was bundled into a taxi and sent away and never seen again on the uh, on the account, um, nobody seemed to mind, and you know it didn't affect the agency relationship. And um, yeah, one might even say that in some cases that sort of thing could even strengthen the relationship. I'm not sure if you saw uh, a documentary that was on Channel Four. It was kind of a a big deal at the time. It's quite con- controversial. It was presented by Jon Snow, and it was called uh, "Drugs Live: The Ecstasy Trial." Um, so it was the premise was they had this big lighting up brain in the middle of the studio and it would light up to show the effects of ecstasy on relationships so it was not not it was not the most scientific um, program and it actually received a bit of a kicking from from some of the papers after but it, it did show a very you know a very clear and positive effects of intoxication on on relationships and you know rightly or wrongly um, people do get drunk often to kind of lower those barriers and you know it's a it's a shared experience yeah and I think the whole shared experience thing and everybody having a good time together is is part of the appeal and it's probably why agencies do it uh, apart from the fact they you know many people in agency life enjoy the social side anyway um i do think there's a case of there's less of it generally not just at christmas than there used to be and you, know, you talk to anybody that's been in the industry sort of 10 or 20 years and they talk of the old times when you know you would go out for for lunches and not come back um you know at all that day and you know, yeah, people going for drinks with clients, going for drinks with journalists, and um, it just doesn't seem to be quite the same pace. And um, you know, I don't know why necessarily that is. Do you think that's a, a generational thing? So we, literally, the, the current generation isn't as crazy the, as the one that went before it, or do you think it has a lot to do with uh, you know a story that's very hot at the moment in the media that our generation just isn't as well off as our as our 
forefathers. Well, I think I think money does come into it. Agencies aren't making the same margins that they used to, and people just don't have uh, the same amount of time. So it's not just how much money's available, but the clients, the journalists, you know, people, everybody is just busier, and they have to do more with less, and they you know they haven't got the time to to do these things. So I, I think that's. You know, if I was to make a guess, I think that's the major factor, uh, rather than it just being, um, you know, people being less affluent than they used to be. So at the end of the day, though, this this all comes down to that. You know, we're here as a PR agency to well make our clients feel good. I mean, I don't think anyone is under the the illusion of any different. Therefore, you know, hopefully you would think that as long as you you're bonding and everything, you're keeping a reasonable lid on things, you're not going too far. That this, you know, this whole bonding experience is a very positive thing at Christmas. Yeah, I think I think that's true. I, when thinking about that sort of uh, bonding with the client, I, I, I think of uh, Pete Campbell from Mad Men, and uh, there's a I can't remember exactly how it goes, but there's a part in one of the shows where somebody's asking about what he does for a job, and then he sort of switches it around and and sort of takes an interest in them and says, "Oh, what you do uh, must be really important. You must be a really intelligent guy." And the guy says, "Oh, well, thank you for saying, but but." You know, but what do you actually do for a job as an account man? And he says, well, exactly that. Um, you know, I, I butter you up effectively. And, um, you know, I'm not saying that's what we're, we're all for from a, from a PR perspective, but I think there's an element of truth in the fact that, um, you know, part of what we do is about uh, making sure that people, uh, people enjoy themselves, feel relaxed. And uh, Christmas is, uh, is a time uh, where that's done perhaps a bit more than normal. So uh, I think it's probably time for us to uh, to come to our verdict. So Austin, what do you think? True or false? I, I think it's true. I, I think, you know, clients should have a bit more leeway at Christmas. I, I would still have an expectation of my colleagues' agency, to hi- uh, agency side to behave in an appropriate way. Uh, but regardless, I think across the board, you get a bit of extra wiggle room this time of year. So Phil, normal client agency etiquette does not apply at Christmas. True or false? I would agree with you. I, th- I think that it is true. I think there's a bit more of a free pass because it's Christmas. I don't necessarily agree with it, but um, I think that's the reality. I, I would say that there's a um, it's a, a case of you can get away with a bit more than before if you like an extra 25%. So if, uh, if you've got a client uh, that you don't sort of have very much sort of social contact with and um, you know they're not into the drinking culture thing, to suddenly... Uh, Usher them into a strip bar might be a bit of a shock to the system and uh, might result in uh, in you getting sacked. So uh, not necessarily uh, something to be advised. Right, that does it for this episode. Um, our next episode will be coming out on the 10th of January where we'll be um, passing judgment on the statement there is no such thing as new news. So please do check us out then and also uh, follow us at PR True or False on Twitter. Get in touch with any comments or suggestions. We're always uh, very happy to hear from people. Um, all that's left for us to do is from Phil and I to wish you uh, a happy Christmas, uh, happy holidays if you're American, and see you in the new year.